0: Hi, my name is Grace Wasson. I am a lawyer, the founder of Vijana Tupo Initiative, and the host of this podcast, Vijana Tupo Talks. This podcast is the fruit of a partnership between Vijana Tupo Initiative and the United Nations Sustainable Development Solutions Network, Kenya. In this season, we focus on the roadmap to 2030. We strongly believe that the stories of young, impactful SDG champions will provide a platform of influence, inspiration, and ignite a learning agility within us as we seek to achieve the Agenda 2030. Welcome to today's show. In today's conversation, we will be talking to Universal Healthcare for Africa CEO, Mr. Hans Lohm. I hope I pronounced the name well. <laughs> yes, you, he, did. you did. Yes, and he's going to be talking to us about his organization, and then we'll be having a conversation about access to healthcare for Africa and positioning the SDG gap. So Mr. Hans, karibu sanat. Karibu is Swahili for welcome. And okay. we're so privileged to have you in this podcast today. Um, You can introduce yourself, and then we can jump into the discussion right away.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Grace, for having me on. It's a privilege and an honor. And uh, I'm just glad to be with you guys here today. Um, So just uh, I'll introduce myself, and then I will um, talk a little bit about our organization and what we do. Um, My name is Hans Lom. I'm the CEO and uh, founder for Universal Care for Africa Foundation. um, I'm currently working in my uh, PhD in public health, and as I'm doing that, I'm also um, working to further develop our organization, um, which is uh, pretty much our um, mission is to provide healthcare to everybody in, um, in Africa. Um, right now, we are in seven different countries, including Kenya, um, Tanzania, um, Uganda, uh, Sierra Leone, um, the Gambia. And uh, we are hoping to um, open um, places in uh, Somalia and Nigeria in the coming, um, coming weeks. <laughs> but to further explain our organization, um, we, we want to narrow the gap of um, the gap, narrow the gap between um, you know, people that have diseases um, in Africa. So that's our focus to provide healthcare um, to the underprivileged and make sure everybody gets that access to healthcare. No matter of your socioeconomic status, we believe everybody deserves um, equal access to healthcare.
0: Yes. All right. Now let's talk about universal care for Africa. Is there a backstory behind it, or why, why, why did you start this organization?
1: Okay. Great question. So, um, I had. Um, I'm originally Gambian, but I um, I had lived in the US for um, some time, and then I came back to Africa, and I was. So taken back at the healthcare system um, in Africa, it was some of the stuff I saw was, you know, it was unbelievable. Um, so after my trip, I went back and um, I was, um, you know, really, 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 really down. So I decided to look on ways that I could contribute um, a little bit to help our healthcare system. Um, so yeah. then we developed um, this organization, Universal Care for Africa.
0: Oh amazing. I I love that you did you saw the need because truly, truly, our healthcare system in Africa. I mean, I know there are other countries in Africa that have it's it's a disproportionate um figure, but other countries do have better healthcare systems, but other countries are struggling with the healthcare yes. system. So I think that what you're doing is really, really great. And Thank you. why um, I'm looking at your mission, you've said that it provides um underprivileged communities in Africa with basic healthcare services. And Uh, I wanna underline this word underprivileged. Why exactly did you focus on the underprivileged? Is it because of the poverty? Is it because of the systems in governance? Because I know in some government systems, the underprivileged are not well accommodated in terms of accessing basic healthcare services. So why did you focus on the underprivileged?
1: Exactly. It's more it's more to do with governances. Um, um after you know reviewing and seeing and doing um my research and study, I noticed that um b- the underprivileged people are left out in healthcare. You know, you go to um, a healthcare facility. Um, yeah. public and private and you're taken back you see patients laying on the ground um, some patients are on bed um, patients are getting um, drips in the hallways um, they're just over over packed and then you, you go into the private sector it's just completely different so yeah um, something I firmly believe in is that uh, healthcare is a human right so with that belief that's where um, it came as to Um, for us to target the underprivileged because it's a right that they should have access to.
0: Ah, Amazing. And um, let's talk about the activities that you do as an organization, because I believe you've also gone to even um, uh, giving menstrual pads to people that young girls that do not have access to that, which is incredible because there are quite a number of young women who have no access to menstrual products. So what are what are some apart from the from from the giving? What are some of the, the the what can I call it? What are some of the things that you do in your organization? Activities that you do to provide these basic healthcare services.
1: So we, we provide a wide array of um, services. We do, um, mm-hmm. screening. Uh, we do screening. We do screening. We do testing. We do uh, a little bit of education, um, educating girls about how to leave a. Um, you know, a healthy um, lifestyle, Um, you know, educate them about STDs, um, you know, how important it is to have, um, you know, one sexual partner. Um, And also, too, we visit um, different uh, clinics, um, like psychiatric clinics, uh, where Mm -hmm. we donate, um, you know, clothes, food, um, different things like that, because they are often also forgotten, you know, in uh, healthcare, you know, especially in Africa, we tend to uh, forget about the, um, you know, mental, different mental disorders. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. and then um, another thing we also do is, um, we've had breast cancer um, awareness, Um, Mm -hmm. where we educate, you know, the population um, about, you know, how to check, be proactive and how to check um, to be active for um, to check for breast cancer and things like that. So um, we've we've done various um, different things. Uh, We've also donated during COVID-19. We were able to give uh, facial uh, face masks to certain communities, um, donate food and um, different things that could help during um, the COVID-19 um, a, a pandemic. Um, okay. Also, too. Um, do, do you want me to stop? Or?
0: No, no, no. Please proceed.
1: Okay. <laughs> and then also um, another thing we do is um, we have something we call Youth um, UC, Empowerment Corner, which is hosted um, every Saturday, and we bring different um, guest speakers from different um, healthcare professionals. They come to the platform and they, you know, they talk, they educate. Um, people about you know different topics it could be um non-communicable diseases um it could be uh you know but they educate them about diabetes um high blood pressure nutrition different stuff like that ah all right all
0: right and um now going back to first of all, amazing what you're doing. I've just been listening to uh, the education that you're trying to give to girls, the education you're trying to give to people through the webinars. I did go through your page on LinkedIn, and I saw that you had several um, webinars where you have provided healthcare professionals who come and talk to people. So I think you're doing amazing work. And so now to to the gist of today's conversation, which is access to basic healthcare. Um, okay. Under the new normal, COVID-19. Obviously, it has been challenged, and COVID-19 has truly, truly exposed the weaknesses in our healthcare system, even for the most, even for the most developed countries. And I think last year we saw um, some of the most developed countries, they were really hit by the virus and the hospitals were flooded. And you would not expect that in a normal situation. So COVID-19 has really exposed. Weaknesses in our healthcare system. So Absolutely. I want to ask you two questions. Two questions. One: How do you think we can remedy this? Because if you, if somebody is if somebody can ask, can afford healthcare services and still they were still affected by the uh, pandemic, what of the person who is at home with no insurance, medical insurance card, no money to go to hospital? I mean, obviously that face a much greater negative effect. So what can we do to close this gap as Africans, as young change makers, so that we can be able to achieve SDG3 in our own way in, in our individual countries?
1: Okay. So that, that's a very, uh, that's a big challenge. Um, I think um, health educators um, around the world are all looking into that. Um, so there are yes. different things that um, we can do to do, make it accessible. Um, One thing is telehealth. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but um, telehealth pretty much is a system where a doctor can come. um, You just need a a device, um, Mm. some kind of at home, and um, and the doctor could be anywhere in the world and can provide service to you through that. Okay, so um, that gives that comes with challenge though because also in Africa we understand that um, you know not everybody may have access to internet or some um, locations you may not have um, you know good connection. Um, But as far as um, creating access to healthcare, um, that's one way I believe um, telehealth is one way that could you know be able to help somebody to get healthcare from anywhere they're they're at. Yes. And um, in terms of um, supporting financially, and um, and the gist of that, I think um, it's a we would uh, I think local um, you know NGOs have to work hand in hand with um, you know governmental agencies and how we can be able yes. to um, provide and assist um, you know everybody to have equal access to care. Um, for instance, um, if one cannot. Um, afford healthcare, I think we should, there should be something that we can set and provide for them to be able to um, maybe have somebody pledge a fund or so, and they can be able to receive healthcare. Um, but but um, definitely, it's, a, it's so tricky when it comes to that, because, um, you know, it's, it's, there's so much we could do, um, it's just of yeah. us coming together and working together. Um, there are also clinics that um, you know we can go and open in um, you know on the privileged communities where you know we can provide healthcare for free and have doctors nurses and healthcare providers volunteer um, that's another way yeah. too mm-hmm.
0: ah, amazing and just to highlight some of the points you've said you've said you've talked about telehealth if I'm not wrong so what you've talked about is when people are when there is access to these health facilities or health services just through your mobile phone that can be quite easy because you don't have to go all the way to hospital and what exactly. you've talked about we actually i I did interview somebody from Nigeria one time and they're doing that they are doing that for mothers who are pregnant so that so they can they can be able to help them um you know have the services at the comfort of their homes because these exactly. mothers are from are from a very poor backgrounds, and that's a great thing i believe if we could implement that as governments in africa that okay. would be great yes that's and you've also talked about um the conjunction or the uh, what can i call it when the ngos and communities do partner to, and the government partner to provide health services, that will also be great, because then if the NGOs are able to donate or to build up hospitals for people in the community, that can also be great. And I do agree exactly. with you that we still, it's, it's a, it's, it has been a wake up call for us Africans. It has truly really been a wake up call and we researchers are out there trying to find a way of how to navigate through this whole thing and we need to do something. So thank you, thank you for that. Now, on the final question, um what with what you're doing you're a change maker with what you're doing you're truly a change maker and i want you to talk to the young people who want to start to do something what can you say to them maybe you can tell them what you did or and simple advice um that uh can help them in their change maker journey
1: Okay, absolutely. I would love to do that. Um, so first, I think you, you really need to believe in yourself um, mm. and set a goal. And, and once you set that goal, just make sure every day you walk towards that goal. Because um, even if it's 10 or 20 minutes a day, just write down the goal. And uh, every day, just dedicate a little bit of time to it. Because I, I can share with you, there's um, nothing that's impossible. You Know yes. so, um, just take a dream and uh, walk at it, and uh, most importantly, don't um, you know, stay focused. And most importantly, as I've stressed, um, believe in yourself, um, yeah. because the, the sky is the limit. And um, especially in Africa, we have so much young, um, we have so much young and talented people. So, um, that's that's one thing I want to focus on. Believe in yourself and believe you can achieve your goal, and dream big
0: amazing believe in yourself the sky is the limit dream big thank you so much hans that has been a it's been a short conversation but very rich and i've really loved how you've highlighted the points and, and talked about how we need to work together to to provide the access to basic healthcare, healthcare in our continent so thank you so much thank you for coming you're on board
1: you're most welcome and um quickly um you're welcome to check our page on uh facebook um, yes. Universal Care for um, Africa Foundation, we're also on Instagram, and we are also on, uh, and, um, we are also on uh, different platforms, uh, as um, mm-hmm. we at LinkedIn. and we welcome volunteers, um, healthcare volunteers around uh, the world, and, and also you can check our yeah. uh, website, universalcareforafrica.org.
0: All right, all right, right. So as you have heard to all our listeners, you can volunteer with Universal Healthcare Care for Africa. Please do check their website. It's good to volunteer for some, because it's something that is really helping the community. Please do check their website and uh, look at their platforms, check out what they're doing. I'm sure there's their platform where people can donate.
1: Uh, yes, yes. If you go on the website, there's a donate page and um, you can okay. go ahead and um, donate towards it. Um, there, there's a click, there's a button on the top right. I believe you can just click donate and you can, um, you know, donate whatever little it is. It still makes a difference. And um, an exciting campaign we have actually going on right now is to donate yes. uh, 10,000 pads, sanitary pads across the African continent. So mm-hmm. um, that's, that's an exciting campaign we have going on. And um, I think so far we've had um, some, I think maybe two or 3,000 towards that and we're looking to deliver more.
0: Wow, can you, can you like expound more about that campaign? Because I don't know people will be interested in um, knowing what that campaign is all about.
1: Yes, yeah. So um, as, as you touched on earlier too, um, during the interview, that um, you know, we have reached out to different communities to uh, provide sanitary paths, because we've noticed that um, it's a stumble block for some young girls to go to get educated. Uh, We've also noticed that um, some girls uh, get active in uh, prostitution um, just to be able to get sanitary pads and um, stuff like that. So we've noticed that it's been a um, stumble block um, for um, young girls in communities to get educated. Uh, So through this campaign, we wanna empower young women all across Africa, um, empower them that they can be be CEOs, they can be bosses, um, they can get educated, they can be entrepreneurs. And then um, the next stage of it that we want to do is, um, you know, learn them how to make, to make this project sustainable. We also want to teach them how to make sanitary pads so that they can be able to um, provide for their families too and sell in their communities. Um, so then it brings, yes.
0: Oh, amazing. You've, you've talked about teaching them how to even make sanitary pads that's why you've had me say "Mm -hmm," because I didn't know (laughs) (laughs) who can be taught that which is something that's something good you're doing because I believe that will enable them uh, as you have mentioned will help them um, earn a living in some way they'll be able to earn some little money in some
1: way okay thank you so much it's a sustainable um, way um, rather than donating past getting done. But if you go into the communities, empower people, teach them how to make it, they can, it can be a sustainable um, yeah. product down the line.
0: Wow, yeah, yeah, that is that is true. The whole concept of even as you're providing, you're providing something that's actually sustainable so that they can be able to um, provide for their homes, provide for their families and their siblings. So that's I, that's amazing what you're doing there. So thank you so much, Hans, for this. This has been a, a, a great conversation. Um I believe our listeners have learned something or two and to all our listeners, please do, as I have mentioned earlier, please do go through the website, uh, join the campaign. That's a very exciting campaign for us young people to take part in and the As I always say, be you, do something, pick up your tools and actually take take part in the action. Let's talk more action. So please do listen to all our our podcasts in um, all our different platforms and then you can share this with your friends. And this has been a very great conversation and we will see you in the next episode.